Charlemagne the God here. I can't wait to see you at the Black Effect Podcast Festival coming to you live on Saturday, April 22nd at the Pullman Yards in Atlanta, hosted by myself and Jess Hilarious. If you haven't gotten your tickets, what are you waiting for? The Black Effect is bringing some of the hottest podcasts live, like the 85 South Show, Horrible Decisions, and Big Facts for one day only, okay? For inspiring podcasters, we've got you covered. If you don't want to miss the Black Effect Podcast Festival, make sure to get your tickets today at blackeffect.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, on the monorail. Joe, your voice sounds really weird today. Yeah, I'm a little bit under the weather. Uh, where are we heading today? Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe. Hey, that's a great decision. That reminds me of when the No New Friends podcast gave bad food truck reviews. Okay, I guess we'll go there. But once we're there, we'll have to play a game to get some of the food prices, just for fun. Oh, that's awesome. Just like when the No New Friends podcast were scammed by someone in Gambia to buy food. What's wrong with you, Joe? Why are you talking like this? I, I, I don't really know what you mean. Remy, Remy, help me out here. About seven bucks. <laughs> Welcome to episode 201 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Alex. And I'm Chris. Today we'll be giving the his on Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe. Right now we're recording live for our Groove Troop. If you want to watch us live, just go to our website, dizhis.com. And for $2 a month on our Patreon, you can join the, the Goof Troop and watch us live every week. We have some uh, fun shows longer than the episodes that we actually put out. We have some fun moments that we do cut. So you can go on there. We also have um, Diz His merch you can buy. And we also do giveaways every couple of months. Uh, wax melts, shirts, whatnot, whatever Chris can find laying around his house. And uh, Chris, do we have a phone still? Why? Why do we have a phone still? What is that number? Oh, because that's the actually the number one way to communicate, actually, oh. Alex. And even in 2023, it's still a number one way. Email is like three or four. But phone, calling someone, that's uh, because it's just genuine, you know? It's coming back and around. you can call us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's 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 the new old thing. Um, you can call us at 707-842-0345. And guess what, Alex? If you did not hear that the first time, you can just hit that rewind button and just listen to it again. Yeah, yeah. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, just tap the left screen twice. That's it. A little YouTube hack there if you didn't know. Um, yeah. And you can also email us at dizhis65 at gmail.com. That's dizhis65 at gmail.com. And you can send Why us the information. Why 65, uh, Alex? Was dizhis64 taken? Yes, six, 61, 63, 64 four was uh, all taken. That's the only reason gotcha. why you use 65. There's wow. no other reason whatsoever. And uh, so you can send us an email, give us some information, some fun, uh, you know, ideas for future episodes. Let us know, you know, let us know how our past episodes are. Maybe tell us who your favorite host is. I don't know. Just uh, send us an email. And uh, today there is no Joe, as you can tell, because I'm hosting. And but we do have a guest. We have our friend Scott. Scott, welcome on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm a proud uh Goof Troop member, but there's a cool new group that I need to join, the uh, the Groof Troop, as you so put it in your opening monologue. So is that I'll what I said? Sure to, yeah, you that did. is. I'll be sure <laughs> yeah. to get on to that. Bam, not going to happen. The Groof Troop. The Groof Troop. The Groof Troop. But in all seriousness, thanks for having me. It was uh, 
It's always a thrill to be on here. Yes, the pleasure is all yours, Scott. The pleasure is all yours, actually. And if you don't know Scott, Scott's on the No New Friends podcast with uh, Chris as well. And they have an episode come out every Sunday. So go ahead and listen to that on your podcast platforms. Or as Scott likes to say, podcast. Podcast. (laughs) Um, Okay, so uh, Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe is a counter-service restaurant in Tomorrowland in the Magic Kingdom. This restaurant opened with the park's 1994 Tomorrowland remodeling. It was previously known as Tomorrowland Terrace. Cosmic Ray's serves American-style food and has plenty of seating, along with delicious food and an amazing show with Sunny Eclipse, playing shows daily on his Astro Organ with backup vocals from the Space Angels. Scott, what do you know about this Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe? So what I know more about is what it used to be, Tomorrowland Terrace. So like my first childhood memory of going to Magic Kingdom was eating. First of all, we always eat at quick service. We never eat at table service because I don't have time for table service. So this is kind of my go to restaurant when I'm at Magic Kingdom. But Tomorrowland Terrace was really, really cool. So that stage that that Sunny now sits on. They, it actually would rise up back when it was Tomorrowland Terrace and there was a live band that would play music. Mm-hmm. So the stage that he sits on underneath, there's this whole stage that would rise up. Uh, it, it, I've seen it on YouTube, so I know it exists. It wasn't just something that I imagined. Mm-hmm. But my first childhood memory was this band that the state, the, 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 the floor would just rise up. And then there it was. There it was, this band. And that was my first introduction to my mom telling me, well, you know, there's tunnels underneath Magic Kingdom. Like, <laughs> that's when I learned that there's this whole world underneath the Magic Kingdom. Okay, so it rises because I saw videos from um, Disneyland and they have a stage that rises up. They use it for Star Wars um, and it would rise up and you can see people from there. So that's what they had there as well. Okay. That's yeah, they had a live band, full full lights. I mean, it was a live rock band. Uh, I don't remember. What, they, they played cheesy 80s music mm. uh, because that's when it was, the 80s. Okay. A lot of hair bands. Chris, do you know anything about Cosmic Rays Starlight Cafe? So I just did a quick Google of uh, Cosmic Rays, and it, they claim that they are the second busiest restaurant in the world. Uh, that is second true. To, yeah, second to Hong Kong, McDonald's in Hong Kong. Um now, cosmic rays, on the other hand, uh, they form a high energy radiation that originate from outside our solar system. OK, so I do try to stay away from the cafe at all costs because I, you know, I just anti radiation, uh, high energy radiation. I mean, you you're you're you can have your own opinions. That's fine. Just playing it safe. That's just playing it know, safe. That's what you want to do. But uh, I recommend before it. I ask you for your opinion. Yeah, I do have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, in the intro. Joe usually says it, but you said it today. Um, it's usually an unbiased review or, you know, an unbiased synopsis of what we're talking about. Uh, it said that this is an amazing show. Is that unbiased? Is that uh, or is is it truly an amazing show? No, it's documented. That's documented multiple times on okay. websites as yeah. an amazing show. All right, show. Well, there's that. Voted number one by your friends and family. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you like this place, Alex? Um, I do. I like it. I don't know about the Sunny Eclipse show. I don't remember seeing that there, but I have gotten food from there, and um, I like it. Also, the local is pretty nice. I like where it's located. It is. It's a it, look. the The Sunny Show is it's a very cheesy alien animatronic that uh, plays a keyboard. You can barely hear it. The volume's not up up loud enough, mm-hmm. and there's you know a lot of kids yelling and screaming and. Uh, you really can't hear it. It's just kind of there. Honestly, it's it was a poor attempt to replace the live music, to be honest. 
And people aren't going there for that. They're going there because it's quick. And they 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 move pretty fast. Yeah. Quick and service. the location's perfect. It's like right right there in the middle of the back of the park. So if you're going around in a circle, it's like right there when you're getting hungry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll, I'll get more into my opinion on this when I hear more about the history, but um, over, I'm really excited to kind of hear and hear about this. Cause it, it just reminds me of just one of those classic old school things that Disney would do. Just like put this weird alien singing a song and, you know, so they don't it, have to pay a live, a live worker. It, it is Chris. It's, it's, it's not highly themed. It's not like, you know, if you went into Pinocchio's or Pecos Bill or or any of those other quick service where they're highly themed. P- Pecos Bill? P- Pecos Bill? Did you say Pinocchio's? Yeah, Pinocchio's. Where's Pinocchio's? It's in Fantasyland. It's like it's a little quick service. Small over, world. Yeah, it, it overlooks Small World. I don't think... Uh, oh, that's Pinocchio's? Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Pinocchio Bills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it's not highly themed. It just has this animatronic, and there's a picture of it in chat. There's animatronic you can barely hear, and it's just a, a basic quick service. That's all. That's the the best way to describe it. It's generic food. It's the the, the burgers, the fries, hot dogs. Very very generic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I still love that one because it just it's it moves so fast. Well, let's get to the his on Cosmic Rays Starlight Cafe. Looks like everybody's ready. Oh, Mickey, I just love the friendship fair. A day of fun and music and celebrating. That's right. We traveled far and wide, inviting new friends to today's festival. It was a long journey. We crossed rivers and round forests. Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe opened on January 1st, 1994 at the Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World. It replaced the former Tomorrowland Terrace, which is now between Tomorrowland and Main Street, USA. Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe can be found on the edge of Tomorrowland by Fantasyland. It stands next to Star Traders and simultaneously across from Tomorrowland Speedway in the Mad Tea Party. It is on a corner so it has multiple openings and a lot of outside seating. Because of its location, Cosmic Ray's is one of the busiest counter service restaurants in Magic Kingdom, making it the highest volume location in Walt Disney World. The menu at Cosmic Ray's is stereotypical American theme park cuisine and has three bays for ordering. Bay 1 is chicken, Bay 2 is burgers, and Bay 3 is soup, salad, and sandwiches. Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe has a lot of options, like chicken sandwiches, for example, the Chicken Club, other sandwiches like barbecue pork, salads like the Greek salad, burgers like the Angus Bacon Cheeseburger, hot dogs, chicken fingers, and even plant-based options. A standout to the restaurant is the Toppings Bar, which offers lettuce, pickles, onion, relish, green peppers, mushrooms, grilled onions, barbecue sauce, mayonnaise, mustard, ketchup, and cheese sauce. There is a kid's meal, which includes cuties, go-go squeeze, and your choice of small low-fat milk or water. You can also ask for a kosher meal if needed. And for $2, you can add an order of galaxy-loaded fries. So, Chris, how's that kid's meal? It sounds right up my alley, Scott. I, uh, I Listen, I know that was a dig on me, but because uh, I am the size of a child, but I would actually thoroughly enjoy the, the kids' servings. For a little table of cuties and go-go squeezes. Hey, don't sleep on it's, the go-go squeezes. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. Um, uh, this, this place is right up my alley for theme park food. Yeah, for sure. Chicken fingers? Like right up my yeah. alley. You love chicken fingers. Love them. Can't get enough of them. Um, I don't know. I've never been to this place I actually like I've never seen it while I'm there. It's just I don't look for stuff like this when I'm at the parks. I'm there for a day uh, every couple of years. So it's like I don't look for a place like this. Try to go to like a stand and get a pretzel and I keep moving. Um, but, I, you know, 
I would check this place out. I think the whole sunny eclipse, like the lore of sunny eclipse is cool. I love, like I said, I love those corny, um, corny old Disney stuff. Like I just love like the, the worse, the animatronic, the better for me. Uh, I, I just think that there's some kind of like nostalgia in old <laughs> animatronics at Disney. And when I see them and you can hear them move, I love that. Yeah. I I'm, I'm with you as far as the food is concerned. I love quick service restaurants because I don't, I don't want to go to the parks and waste my time at table service. I mean, that's an hour and a half out of your day. And I, and I go a lot Yeah, and I still sure. feel that. Sorry. So that's why my favorite restaurants are either Pinocchio's Starlight Cafe uh, or Cosmic Rays, sorry. Um, Backlot Express over at Hollywood Studios, Satouli at Animal Kingdom, although that's some sophisticated quick service right there. But I'm with you. Eh, the animatronic, yeah, it, it's corny. It's cool. Um, not my favorite corny Disney piece, though. Yeah, for What's sure. What's your favorite? Um, the, the talking moose heads in the Country Bear Jamboree. Ah, uh, they are pretty That's good. That's my favorite. Yeah. They are pretty good. Chris, do you know where this is just by description? Like, do you know? In, in my head, I have a map of Disney. That's how I operate. Right. Do you have an idea of where this is? Yeah, I mean, um, like, I don't know what Star Traders is, but okay. I know where the Tomorrowland Speedway is, and yep. I know Tomorrowland just in general. So Tomorrowland um, Speedway, if you're looking to the right, you see Tomorrowland Speedway. If you look forward, you'll see... Uh, the carousel, or not the carousel. I'm sorry. You'll see um, Astro Orbiter. The teacups. Yeah, the teacups. Uh, teacups. Teacups. I mean. If you're looking at Sonny, then kind of beyond him, to in the distance to the yes. right is Tomorrowland Speedway. Off to the left is the teacups, and then you can kind of see fa- uh, Fantasyland mm-hmm. off to the left as well. And in certain, in certain parts in the restaurant, you can actually see the castle, the side of the castle. It is. Yeah, like the way side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can kind of see it. Yeah. I think the the one of the main things is why I don't know where this is, is because I try to stay away from the Tomorrowland Speedway like as far as I can. <laughs> right, headaches, ingest yeah, the fumes. Exactly, exactly. So that's, I that's why people love this show because they sit there and they're like, "Oh man, this show gets better, and better the longer I sit here." <laughs> <laughs> you know what's you know what's so funny is is Disney is so much into environmentality. I mean, like, did you know that? Their food waste, they they take to uh, biodiesel biodiesel plants and turn it into fuel for the buses and the trams. No, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's how environmentally friendly they are. And meanwhile, we've got Tomorrowland Speedway, which uh, there's like a hole in the ozone right above Tomorrowland Speedway. <laughs> <laughs> like you have to wear SPF 1 million uh, just to avoid the, the skin cancer as you ride that ride. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not good. It's not good. It is funny how there's no outrage over uh, Tomorrowland Speedway either. Like they just it's like no one says anything about it. It, it, it. Like it just cracks me up because they're always talking about zero emissions and and look at what we do for the environment. And, and you know, we've got two theme parks that are powered by solar and this is where we're going in the future. And then you've got uh, what about that Speedway, though? Smell. Yeah. How about that Speedway? Yeah. <laughs> you can smell those fumes from small world. Now, for all of our Groove Troop members, uh, we do chat live during the show. I, I really did think it was interesting when I looked up Sunny Eclipse. I thought he was I, – I, I, Scott, I really think that you guys resemble each other. I'm posting a picture in chat now of, um, of a picture of an unedited photo of Cosmic uh, of wow. Sunny Eclipse. And it's just uncanny how much it looks like Scott. Wow, it's just like him. That's amazing. Yeah, the, the bone structure and everything. <laughs> And if you're if you're listening to podcast, uh, Chris has a photo here of the the animatronic, and it has Scott's face on it, surprisingly. And uh, you know you can see that if you're a group troop, so go ahead to uh, Torbo site and uh, join the Patreon. 
While eating in this simple yet futuristic restaurant, which has a mix of booths and tables and chairs, you can enjoy the recently reinstated Sunny Eclipse Band. They perform on a stage that sits in front of the large floor to roof window that is in front of the restaurant, curved around to fit the round shape of the building. Sunny Eclipse is an audio animatronic who performs on his organ, which is called an astro organ. Sunny Eclipse is from the planet Zork and is backed up with the vocals of the Space Angels. Zork made his way to Disney World after he lost his gig on Mars. The show was not added till 1995 was previously the location for Michael Iceberg and his Iceberg Machine Synthesizer. The Sunny Eclipse show is 20 minutes long and features jokes in between the tracks, which are randomly chosen from eight different songs. The music used for Sunny Eclipse are eight songs written by George Wilkins and Kevin Raffert. The vocals for Sunny are done by Cal David. In 2017, Kazakh Rays added a separate bay for burgers, chicken, sandwiches, and everything else. This became the most popular line since many families have people in the same party ordering different types of meals. So I one thing about Disney that we all love is the crazy backstories for things. Yes. Like how uh, how Sunny Eclipse is actually named Zork and he's from uh he's from a planet and he actually lost a gig on Mars to get to Disney World. I love that. I love that he was he's like now just uh performing on Earth. Like that's his like punishment basically is that he is uh he has to perform here for humans in in Florida, no doubt. So that's like double punishment. He must have done something really bad. <laughs> I uh, I looked up uh, pulling back the curtain a little bit. I looked mm-hmm. up the voice behind um, Sunny Eclipse, Cal David. Yes, I and that. Um, not a lot of interesting stuff on him, uh, except for in the late '80s, I believe it was. He went on to form an, a band with Bono. Oh, really? Oh. Wow. Yeah. So early 90s, uh, uh, David and Bono moved to Palm Springs and formed another band. Um, this is pretty cool, too. And this is in the early 80s at Hollywood's China Club. The Cal David Band uh, headed up the weekly Pro Jam, which drew celebrity performers as such as Stevie Wonder, Bobby Brown, uh, Brian Wilson, Stephen Stills, Joe Walsh and Paul Young. So like he he performed in the presence of a lot of like these really big names. So is he a household name? No, but he's kind of one of those people. Uh, if you listen to our interview on the No New Friends podcast, when we interviewed Bruce Valanche, he reminds me of, of that type where you don't, you don't really know who he is, but he's touched a lot of very important things and worked with a lot of very important people. So, it, Chris, you brought up something or Alex, how Disney does these themings and these backstories extremely yes. well. The problem is that what they don't do is they don't do a great job of explaining it. Yeah, like, there's a lot. And I, mean, <laughs> yes, I go to Disney right. at least twice a month. And there's some backstories that I've only learned by listening to this podcast. And it's a shame. It's and it's not just Disney Universal. Same thing. There's a lot of backstories at Universal that that you just don't know unless you work there and you read the binder uh, for the operating manual and the backstories <laughs> and all that. That is and, interesting. Uh, and, and you know, in some places, in some areas, the the cast members or the employees have the opportunity to share that story, but in other places, you don't. You have to like kind of make your own backstory and they have these really cool backstories that they just don't share well enough. You almost yeah. need like a guided tour through, no, through it's true. with the, um, you know, with the headphones or an app uh, <laughs> where you can, you know, and for an extra 15 bucks, you can skip the line. Uh, I would probably do that. Yeah. yeah. I'd probably do that. Scott. But PS it's up to 35 bucks a week or $35 That's... per person today. 
Scott's talking about Genie Plus, and that's it's that's disgusting. Um, <laughs> I, I do think it would be cool. I don't know if there is a book out there, but there should be on all the Disney lore behind the attractions, behind the lands, because you're right, Scott. Unless you work there, or unless you're a nut, like or a psychopath, like most of us listening to this podcast, you don't really know about this stuff. Yeah. That is some of the fun of when you do go with with just normal people who don't who aren't into this stuff. And be, oh, you know, this is you know, you go to Dinoland USA and oh, this was a traveling this, and you know, they stumbled across this place to raise money for you know to to further their research and stuff like that. Um, the cracks in the concrete are on purpose. It's not neglect. <laughs> it's like <laughs> So it's like, I don't know. It's cool to know this stuff. I do wish it was more accessible to uh, to look at instead of having to like dig for it. But I don't know. Sunny Eclipse overall, um, it, it's funny because that was probably at one point impressive. But now that you have like Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. And you have like Olga's Cantina. Um, it's like at least improve the theming a little bit. You right. know what I mean? Like at least do that. I But you know what? Maybe and maybe. Part of it is not being themed well. Like maybe it's not supposed to be themed well because he's just some reject that lost a gig. You know what I mean? Like maybe it's maybe he is supposed to look out of place. I don't it's, know. It's because it's Magic Kingdom and they don't have to put a single cent into that park <laughs> and people will still come. It doesn't yeah. matter. That's probably the sad truth, Scott, that you're probably right. Um, it, just put a little backdrop of like corny, like uh, black, black sheets with twinkle lights or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't need to do a much laser there. light show, laser light show, some yeah, fog. something. It's just it's Tomorrowland is to me one of the coolest themed areas in the park. And this is like the premier quick service uh, restaurant. And right. it's just so poorly themed. Yeah. You have this animatronic and everything else around you is like the original. It, it hasn't changed a, a, a smidge since. 1971 maybe the chairs maybe they reupholstered some of the chairs that's it and i guess that's like the old saying if it ain't broke don't fix it it's the busiest place on on property why yeah. would you why would you make any improvements yeah if you, don't, you know what i mean don't fix it uh if it's not broken unless it's in epcot and then we fix it <laughs> and then we replace everything all right horizon's gone too soon <laughs> one of our patrons actually said he found some more information on sunny clips and um it says actually here that uh, they found him in an official intergalactic talent search. They were so impressed by his musical abilities that invited him to be, perform at Cosmic Rays. And he's been there ever since. That confirmed? Thank you, ChatGBT. <laughs> yeah. So you get ChatGBT, actually. I have a ChatGBT review of this restaurant that I, uh, put, that I typed in. typed Not typed up, but I put. Um, Casa Gray Starlight Cafe is a popular quick service restaurant located in Tomorrowland at Disney World Magic Kingdom. The restaurant features a futuristic setting and serves American cuisine. One of the standout features of Casa Gray Starlight Cafe is its toppings bar, which offers a variety of condiments and toppings for guests to customize their meals. This is especially great for families or groups with different tastes or dietary needs. The restaurant offers a range of menu items, including burgers, chicken sandwiches, salads, and more. Another highlight of Casa Gray Starlight Cafe is a live show performed by Sunny Eclipse Band. A corker alien lounge singer who provides entertainment while guests enjoy their meals. The show is interactive and fun for all ages. Overall, Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe is a great choice for a quick and casual meal in a fun and unique setting. The topping bar and live entertainment are what make this restaurant stand out. And it's definitely worth checking out if you're visiting Magic Kingdom. 
Well, Alex, I also have a review that was put in chat by uh, Ryan. Uh-huh. And here we go. The absolute worst veggie bur- burger I've ever had. Ooh. Limp bread. Nasty. Ooh, limp bread is cheese? nasty. Nasty cheese. A relish, in quotes, that completed the demise of this burger. They ruined it. Oh, and did I mention the burger itself was overcooked and dry? Folks should be serving something they wouldn't eat themselves. Go elsewhere. Wow. Wow. Um, I actually found a review as well, and I'm, I'm shocked by this. Um, this is by user, um, my user DisneyFan555. Uh, walked in, food, f- walked in, great atmosphere. Food was okay. <laughs> um, before we get to Quick Fire Crew Facts, I do have a game. If you guys like to play, uh, take a guess. Want to play a game? Ooh, let's do it. Take a guess, take a guess, put your knowledge to the test. Okay, so take a guess. So Scott and Chris, what I'll do is I'll be naming some items off the menu and you'll be guessing on the price of these items. So hopefully when you're buying your items, you look at prices. Scott, I know you probably don't. And Chris... I don't know if you can I've read got, that well. My wife has a no limit credit card, so yeah, I don't, I don't worry about <laughs> yeah. that. So that is a social construct. So I don't look at the prices. Either. And you go there once a year, Chris, so you have a very poor idea of what the pricing might be. Um, I don't know how current these pricing are, to be honest. Oh, um, good. So they could be ranging from 1970s to 2014. <laughs> uh, so we'll find out as we go, I guess. Uh, a chili cheese all beef footlong hot dog. Hot dog topped with chili and cheddar served with French fries. Scott, as our guest, why don't you guess first? I am going to say $14.99. $14.99 for Scott. And uh, let me verify this. Um, I guess we'll do closest to the pin as no matter sure. if you're over or under. Yeah, um, sure. As the uh, thing here. So go ahead, Chris. What do you think? $17.99. Okay. So that goes to Scott because it's $13.49. So just so you know, oh, wow, they're really? not doing just 99. They're doing 49 as well. Casey's so. Corner is like a the foot long price. and they're expensive too. Yeah, they're about the same price. Is it? With yeah. fries? Yeah. Mm. God, I love Casey's Corner. Oh, I go into Magic Kingdom just to go to Casey's Corner. And then I turn around because Magic Kingdom I was going to say, garbage. stop. You don't go to Magic Kingdom. I don't. I bet I can't drink. If he there, did, but, uh, I do go in there and get a, a, a Casey's Corner hot dog, and then I'm out. I go back to Epcot. <laughs> so much, so much wrong with that sentence. Uh, sweet and sour shrimp salad, mixed green salad topped with pineapple, peppers, and crispy noodles, served with sweet and sour dressing. Chris, fourteen thirty-two, and Scott. Hmm. I'm gonna say. Got the shrimp on it. $15.79. It's a deal with $12.59. Wow. So that's for Chris. This has to be like 1970s prices. Yeah. <laughs> which is it is which gives Scott the advantage because he was around <laughs> back then. No, $13.49 for a hot dog? No way in 1970s. That's true. Chocolate bunt cake. Oh. Um, Scott. Uh, I'm gonna go $4.99. Chris? Six dollars and thirty-two cents. It's going to go with Scott because it's five forty-nine. So Scott was closest on his answer. Next is a frozen strawberry lemonade slushy. Chris, 
Six ninety nine. Scott, five ninety nine. Scott gets two points because that is exactly the price. Five ninety nine. Wow. Next is a rocket hot chicken sandwich, fried chicken top of pickle slaw, and sunny eclipse rocket mm. aioli on a brioche bun with a choice of a side. Chris, twelve ninety nine. Scott, I'm gonna go ten forty nine. It is twelve fifty nine. Wow. So close. So close there, Chris. Is wait, first of all, pause this. Is Ryan eating a hot dog? He is. That's very strange that that uh have hot you know, dog talk. He's got all different things that we could potentially be talking about ready to yeah, go. He has, he has a slew of stuff available. <laughs> and a too. He has Why a hot he dog has, and a banana. That just seems a, like you're oh, trying he to. He wants a whole meal. Machine. He wants all the vitamins. Oh, I see. Um a non-alcoholic Sully slush. Blue raspberry slush with purple whipped cream. Scott? Ooh, purple whipped cream. Hmm. Um, let's go $5.99 again. Chris? $6.69. So I don't know what's going on with this drink, but it's $12.59. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's Chris. I thought it might be in the middle of six and seven. So I was like, ah, let me try a number in the middle. And it's non-alcoholic. <laughs> I know, but that purple whipped cream, man, that's from probably from Mars. That's probably oh, imported. Cow, Chris. Uh, uh, Chris is down one point, by the way. Wow. Uh, Greek salad with chicken. It has feta, relish, banana peppers, kalamata, olives, and vinaigrette dressing. Scott. <sighs> okay, I am going to go with, um, let's go 1579. Chris? 12 bucks. You said 12 bucks? Yep. It is eleven ninety nine. Wow. And it's all tied up. Next is a barbecue. Yeah, a, a what? I was a penny away from taking the lead. A penny away from taking the lead. You're right. Barbecue chicken sandwich topped with kale slaw and served with french fries. Chris? $9.99. Scott? I think he got it on the on the money. I'm going to go $10.49. It is eleven ninety nine. Oh. A one-third pound Angus bacon cheeseburger. Burger. Did oh. he just say a once third? One third. Like one third. <laughs> one third. Pound. Wow, once third, but also <laughs> one third a pound. Angus bacon cheeseburger. Burger topped with bacon, American cheese, lettuce, and tomato on a brioche bun with a choice of a side. Chris? This Chris, is the easiest I want, I want, answer I want, I've had all night. Hold on one second. Before you guess, mm -hmm. if I get this on the money, yes, I win. Okay. Sure. He's okay, had this go before. For it. It's his favorite thing guess. in the restaurant the place. If I, I if I if I get it on the money, you double my points, Alex. Okay, fine. 14, I'm, down, I'm, I'm down with that. Fourteen forty nine. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm fourteen ninety nine. Oh my gosh, it's fourteen ninety nine. Okay, Scott. Twelve forty nine. It is thirteen twenty nine. Wow. wow. So wait, what did you say, Scott? Twelve forty nine. What did you say, Chris? Uh, thirteen forty nine. No, you didn't say thirteen forty nine. Didn't say fifteen. You said fourteen. I said fourteen ninety nine. Okay, so that would be closest to Scott, I think. Quick math. Okay. Yes. Uh, we'll do a few more, and then we'll call it quits. Scott, it's up by two, by the way. Impossible burger, top of lettuce and tomato, and serve with French fries. Scott, twelve forty nine. Chris, thirteen forty nine. It is eleven forty nine. Wow. That's Scott again. One more point for Scott, and we're gonna call it here. Um. Kids mac and cheese served with a cutie. Go go squeeze in a choice of milk or water. Chris, seven ninety nine. 
Scott. I would like to phone a friend real quick because we have the the king of mac and cheese in chat. <laughs> okay, so I'd like to use a lifeline. Oh, okay. wow. I didn't, I didn't know this was an option. It's my game, but okay. The, well, this is a quick option because I'm going to take advantage of knowing knowing your audience. His face lit up when he said when he's in mac and cheese. Too. He starts shaking his call, head so aggressively. I think he hurt his neck a little bit. I know. I'm going to call the podfather himself real quick. Lord Remy. Lord Remy, how much do you think a kid's mac and cheese cost at uh, Cosmic Rays? At Cosmic Rays, I would yes. say seven ninety nine. That's a That's horrible exactly answer. What go I ahead said, and right? mute. Yes, I think it was. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. <laughs> wait, 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 Chris. Was that your answer? <laughs> I think I said seven ninety nine. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember forgetting if it was six ninety nine or seven ninety nine, but I'm pretty I think sure seven ninety nine. You, you said seven. You said seven ninety nine, Chris. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna go with six ninety nine. Ooh, it's six sixty-nine. Wow. Uh, nice. All right, we're gonna end it with that one. Scott is ahead by four points. Okay, so here's the thing. I have a little bit of a confession. This oh. is my confession. Um I did not get any help whatsoever. I did this on my own. Many are many people are saying I'm the best uh guess it. Uh, be our, you know, be our guest or whatever the game is called. Yeah. Many people are saying that I'm the best player at this. Yep. Uh, thank you very much. For, until, I stopped the count when I was winning, actually, Scott. So. <laughs> until further notice, Scott is the champion of Take a Guess. Stop. All right. Notice is now further. So now he's not the champion anymore. <laughs> quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. Sunny Eclipse is mentioned by his manager, Johnny Jupiter, over the phone of the Metrophone. Which I have no idea what any of that means. Yeah, <laughs> but me, I found I it. I, was, I thought I was reading it like out of order for a second. No. During Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, Cosmic Rays hosts the Zombies Bash, which has guests join zombies and cheerleaders from Zombies as they dance to hit songs from the Disney Channel trilogy. I know you love that uh, that trilogy, Alex. Dude, I love the trilogy. Better than Star Wars, but they say. <laughs> so, some say that. Um, some also, those same some have not seen Star Wars. The mold for Sunny Eclipse was used for Captain Zizwak in Tokyo Disneyland's Star Tours Exit Corridor. The two are identified as being cousins to each other. How would you say that, Chris? How would you say Captain whatever it says there? Is that, uh, <laughs> yeah? Man, I, I, think it, I think it's... I don't know, man. Zizix. Ziz- I don't know. It could Zikes. be. It's a. Uh, it's could be Japanese. It's Z Z Z Y X X X. So they so. use a Z Z. We hear does his thing. Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe is out of this world. Seriously though, it is a nice dining option at Magic Kingdom. The food is decent and the service is fast. Location is ideal since it's positioned in the middle of the park between two lands. Add in the live show performance, and this is a great location to stop for a quick meal. You know what's? Uh, I I did look up pictures because I'm not familiar with this place. It's very spacious inside. Yes, it is. Ah, I see what you did there. Oh, it is that was a joke. Uh, outside of the pun, it's a huge, uh, huge space inside, outside, lot of lot of room. Yeah, so it's one of the only places Scott can fit into. So that's why he likes to go there all the time. Exactly. Exactly. Dreaming of a Disney vacation. If you aren't able to go enjoy the resorts, then get yourself some three Cheeky Chicks wax melts. Studies show smells help bring forward memories, so these smells are a must-have if you want to put yourself back at these grand resorts. Go to MagicallyScented.com to order scents like Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's an earthy smell with sage, lemon, and lime. There is a Port Orleans French Quarter, 
which has fragrance of flowers, cotton, mandarin blossoms, freesia, and peonies. The Wilderness Lodge Melt smells of mahogany, blood orange, red pepper, sage, cognac, bourbon vanilla, golden amber, tonka bean, and sandalwood. The Vero Beach Melt will transport you with its orange blossom, star jasmine, velvet roses, and greens. Just visit MagicallyCinda.com and use promo code DizHiz20 to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by Three Cheeky Chicks. That's Three Cheeky Chicks at MagicallyCinda.com, promo code DizHiz20. That's Three Cheeky Chicks at MagicallyCinda.com. Hey, you want to hear something really cool, Alex? Sure do. So let me tell you a little bit about the Goof Troop, Alex. Do you know about the Goof Troop? I kind of do. Well, it's a great way to support the show. You get access to our live shows, which is like a total mess. Oh, it's a total mess. I edit it, and I have to sit there and make sure it sounds professional. Yeah, and it's not at all. Uh, we do giveaways, you know, a couple times a month. We're yeah. always giving away wax melts. We're giving away candles. You I know. know. We're giving away books. It's not fair because I can't be in the giveaways because I'm a host. I always try to get in the giveaways, but uh, yeah, it's really not right if I join in, right? No. But you can support us for as low as $2 a month, and you can get access to all of these things. Just for $2? Yeah, this for $2. Wow. In our Discord chat, I mean, our Discord chat is off the chain. It is awesome. It's a lot of fun. We have made lifelong friends in mm-hmm. our Discord chat. It's bumping, uh, as the kids would say. It is bumping, as the kids are saying. And you can, uh, you know, we have a bunch of great Patreon members that keep our chat super active. There's so many great members that I look forward to every morning to wake up and to talk to every day. So where do you get join this Patreon? So, oh, good question there, Alex. All you have to do is go to dizhiz.com, D-I-Z-H-I-Z.com. On the very top, there's a Goof Troop link. Just hit the Goof Troop link. It takes you to our Patreon, and there's so many different ways you can support our show. And as low as $2 a month. As low as $2 a month. And it helps us keep our website up. It helps us with advertising, you know? So for as low as $2 a month, you can help support our show. You can help us advertise to get our show out there from to more people so they can listen. And so we, because we love to interact with fans. We love interacting with everyone. Um, so go ahead and join and join our Discord. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio, on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. Hey, I'm Joe from the Diz His. And I'm Nick from Sandpiper Vacations. We will be teaming up to give one of the best travel experiences ever. I am a travel agent with Sandpiper Vacations. We are able to book any vacation destination around the world, including Disney, cruises, and all-inclusive resorts. We have been working here at the Diz His to become travel agents. And with our knowledge of the parks, we want to plan the best Disney trip for you. Using us as a travel agent, we are updated on the latest and greatest information about all of the destinations. We can help save you time, stress, and sometimes some money. Using our services costs you absolutely nothing. It is completely free to you, and we are happy to assist you with giving you more value for your trip. So if you're looking to book your next Disney trip, go to DizHiz.com. Check out DizHiz Destinations on the very top.
check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to WeebyGeeksBC.com. That's WeebyGeeksBC.com. And listen to all the other awesome podcasts, as well as Diz Is. Niels wants to know. Hey guys, this is Niels again from Capturing Disney Parks on Instagram. In Disneyland Paris, we have a new land that opened last year, Marvel Avengers Campus. It became one of my favorite areas in the Parisian parks where guests or actually recruits enter Tony Stark's superhero recruitment campus. We directly see the Avengers Quinjet on a beautiful platform. And this platform is also used by some of the superheroes to overlook the campus and spot new recruits. Well, it's really cool to see them high up there. And I was inspired by this amazing show element uh, for this month's question. So if the three of you were Marvel superheroes and would form a new Avengers trio, which character would you be and why? Please give each other some help and feedback to form the best team together. Let's go. Okay, oh, so we're taking pre-existing heroes and we're becoming them. Yes. Um, someone in chat said it and I will say if Joe was here, he would be Hulk. Yes. Oh, without a doubt. I think that's without easy to know. Um, so, um, because he's very mild-tempered. Yeah, very mild-tempered. Anyone have an idea for themselves or for someone else? Oh, man. Let's is pull is up, Chris Ant-Man? So I have... I, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chris is definitely Ant-Man. Yeah, I, um, I don't think I can escape that one. So so I have two. You guys are going to have to help me out a little bit, okay? Okay. Um, without a shadow of a doubt, I'd want to be Spider-Man. Spider-Man? That's uh, not forgiving costume. When it comes to the, the body shape. So, ladies, you're welcome. <laughs> um, okay, so you're a Spider-Man. Uh, you straight, straight up Spider-Man, you wouldn't be like, uh, you know, you wouldn't be a special kind of Spider-Man, like Futuristic Spider-Man or anything like that. Just straight up Spider-Man. Oh, just straight up Spider-Man with the, the, the Any insta-kill. Any suit insta-kill in particular? The, what's that? Any suit in particular that you like yeah, Spider-Man? Yeah, the, the Endgame suit, the uh, suit? nanotech suit. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Chris, do you have an idea for yourself? I I don't I now that I'm like now that you said Ant Man, I don't think I cannot be Ant Man because the only the only person shorter than Ant Man would be Rocket, and I don't think I'm a Rocket. No, Ant Man's shorter than Rocket. Ant Man gets to be about this big, in, in ant size. Yeah. 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 I think I I think I'd have to go Ant Man. He is also uh, comedic. I think, yeah, I think I'd play a good Ant Man. I think I'd play a good man. I have a good one for you, uh, Alex. Okay, go ahead. I think you'd play a good Drax. I was just thinking that. Got the, dr- yes. the, dr- the dry humor. Yeah, oh, okay. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'd be a good Drax. I'll I'll take that. I'll take the Drax. Yeah. I think you'd be a good Drax. Um, Scott would be a really good uh, middle-aged Star-Lord. <laughs> oh, you're right. One sandwich away from obesity. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. A Star-Lord. It's okay. A middle- I'll switch to Star-Lord. I'll, 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 or would yeah, he, or be, he be uh, Thor before he got back in shape? Oh, Fat Thor! Yes, yeah, be a good one. Okay, so. I, I would have said I would have said Daredevil, but I don't want to be blind. <laughs> <laughs> so, so our team is now Hulk with Ant Man, Drax, and Spider Man or Middle aged Star Lord. I think it's a great team, and I think that people <laughs> would line up to see us. We would not do well against. Um, <laughs> The Girl Scouts, let alone Thanos. No, no. Gang. I did you ever see the Ant Man theory? Yes. 
Ant-Man can take out Thanos by himself, yes. Yeah, you shrink down to microscopic, crawl yeah, inside yeah, yeah. of Thanos, yep. and then just expand. And Chris, you're willing to take that for the team? Oh, uh, absolutely. Okay, that's why you're Ant-Man. What, oh, what do we think Neil's answer is? I forgot. Oh, he has to Doctor answer. Strange. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. So that he could he could teleport to all the Disney parks. Yes. Instantly. Yeah. Yep. How about now? I know it's not really um, Marvel Universe. It kind of is Mr. Fantastic. I think that's another interesting. Is one the Marvel for him. Universe? Yeah, it is. I'm, yeah, it I'm is actually. Right. actually made one, I thought you yeah. were gonna say Batman. Then I would have no. said no. That's not the Marvel Universe. <laughs> um, okay. I, I think we're all in agreement. Doctor Strange is a great answer. Okay, I can't wait to hear your choices, but I will probably join you as Spider-Man. He's born human, quite normal, a nice, a bit clumsy guy, not the typical muscular superhero type. So, well, that feels a bit like me. Do you also know why the Avengers have such a great website? Well, that's because Spider-Man is the best web developer, of course. Till next time, bye-bye. That was cute. Okay, was so cute. you'll definitely have to be middle-aged um, Star-Lord. Yeah, 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 Star. yeah. That was a fun okay. question. I, I like that That was one. a fun question. Yeah, that was, that was a fun, fun question. question. Hey, this is AJ for the D-Plus Club, where we cover all things Disney+. Plus. Each week, I'll bring you the latest news and rumors, as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the US and in the UK. And each week, we have a weekly movie club, where between April 10th and 23rd, we'll be watching Spider-Man Far From Home as part of our MCU series. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord, and I'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast. You can find the D-Plus Club on all major podcasting platforms, including the Sorcerer Radio website at srsounds.com forward slash the D-Plus Club with new episodes every Sunday. This Week in Disney. Chris, what did you do this week in Disney? Oh, this week in Disney, I watched uh, the... I caught up on Mandalorian because I was actually, for the first time, two episodes behind. Uh, loved the cameos that we saw in the episode. I know a lot of people didn't like the episode, but I'm not going to say the names because Scott hasn't watched yet. But I did love the two cameos. I, I, I'm 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 all for fun Star Wars. Uh, I'm all for the fun of it. Um, I, I don't. See, again, I didn't see the last episode, so I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. So there are two fun cameos in that episode, and you'll. Oh, actually, there's three, and you'll know them when you see them. It, it's it's hits you right in the face. Um, uh, it's fun. I like exploring new worlds in Star Wars. I like expanding the Star Wars universe. Uh, other than that, I watched the uh, Star Wars Celebration stuff, which was fascinating. I'm really glad they're bringing Rey back for a new trilogy because I do think her character needs to be expanded on. Oh, really? I think she probably was. Yeah, I do think she probably was the strongest part in the, the that bad trilogy. But yes, they are bringing her back. She came out on stage and it was confirmed that she is getting her own trilogy and rebuilding the Jedi Order. And I think it's going to be great because the last like that was one of the coolest parts in the whole trilogy was when she, you know, kind of led those people out of that cave and i you know i wanted to see where that took her it's going to take place i think 15 years after i think it was something like that uh, um yeah and uh so I'm, I'm really excited for that uh it was announced that um there's different decades now there's different uh, eras i mean uh they they came out with a whole timeline of of the uh, all the different eras which is really cool i hope they expand on that and um I probably forgot some stuff, but the other last thing that I did was I unfortunately had the misopportunity of 
or misfortune of watching the uh, Marvels trailer, <laughs> and it oh, does not I haven't look watched good. That no, it looks it looks great. It does not look good. It does. It, it looks, looks like a mess. really good. It does it look looks... like a mess, but I think it's going to be a fun mess. No, but that's the thing is, it looks like a mess, and Marvel is not in that. Like they are not in the position to be able to make a messy movie right now. I think I feel. I, I get I get so frustrated when people are like, oh, this Marvel movie sucked. This Marvel movie sucked. Here's the thing, man. It's all part of this huge story that is going to get better. And and everybody was like, well, you know, this is like the we just finished the phase one of the multiverse saga. OK, so the phase one of the multiverse saga is supposed to suck. If you go back and look at phase one, other than the Avengers movie, which was not the best Avengers movie at all. Phase one is not great either. It was great at the time because it was new and it was shiny, but it was all part of a bigger story. You know, Guardians of the Galaxy, not a fantastic movie. What? It, You're the only person on Earth that said that. It's not a fantastic. It's, a fan, it's one of the it's highest amazing. rated. Yeah, it's one of the highest rated MCU movies to this day. It was funny, it, but and it was different, but it wasn't the best. It was it was. I like Age of Ultron better than. Oh, oh my god! Age of Ultron is a oh piece my god. of garbage. No, Horrible. Age of Ultron is. Look, we got to meet Wanda in this. I mean, it it, it was a fantastic. Scott, movie. you're making you you're like making it. me agree with Ryan right now. <laughs> That's how bad your opinion is. <laughs> it's not. But Phase One was not fantastic. It was at the time because it was new and it was shiny. But when you go back and look, Phase One was not. You have to get through a lot of the storytelling and a lot of this. Oh, and and it's all gonna make sense at the end. We're gonna make oh my gosh, yes, that was amazing. In Feige, we trust. So you're saying it's kind of like watching a series. You gotta sit through the first yes. couple episodes, yes, for them to explain what's happening, Absolutely. to tell you about the characters it's, before it's it actually starts being good. I don't agree with your take, but I agree with the idea of how that might be what's happening. Fair enough. <laughs> Scott, what'd you do this weekend, Disney? Well, I'm glad you asked that. So do you know the one of the major cable networks that disney owns uh nbc abc half of, abc, half ABC. say half of my tv stations <laughs> they own abc okay now abc had this really exciting uh really popular show in the 80s it was called growing pains okay <laughs> and on this amazing show called growing pains there there was a family and in this family, there was a, a young son. His name was Ben Seaver. And Ben Seaver was played by Jeremy Miller. And we had Jeremy Miller on the New New Friends podcast. And did talked you really? All about, yes, we did. Yes, we did. And he talked all about his uh, life as a child actor, all the fun stuff, all the trauma. And there was a lot of trauma. And then just, you know, how fun it was to be on the set of Growing Pains. Uh, but in all serious, it was a fun interview. He kept it extremely real and very transparent and man that guy went through craziness as a kid so that's what i did in the world of disney was i interviewed a former abc owned by disney child star <laughs> you talked to someone who talked to leonardo DiCaprio. i did yeah he yeah, made that is pretty he crazy made, he talked about how he made leonardo dicaprio it's true he said he was terrible in his first two episodes and him and one of the script producers or script supervisors coached leonardo dicaprio during lunch and now we have 
the Leo that we see today. Wow, this must wow. have been Scott's first podcast because a good podcast is host would be like. He also explained how he made Leonardo DiCaprio. And if you want to find out how, you can listen, listen to the interview. <laughs> well, we'll get there. He also talks about his uh, his nervous breakdown at age 10, which is a super interesting story. And you'll have to check it out to find out what happened. Did he make it through? Find out on this week's interview. <laughs> But, but he, you know, he talks about all the cool people that he that he worked with, you know, Jaleel White, who was uh, um, uh, Steve Urkel on Family Matters. And uh, his he dated he dated uh, Danica McKellar from The Wonder Years. I mean, wow. it, it was a, it was super fun. He, he, he was on set with Alan Thicke, which who was Robin Thicke's dad. <laughs> yes. And he talks about his relationship with uh, the late, great Alan Thicke. And, uh, and the great Robin Thicke. <laughs> and the great Robin Thicke. Because yeah. he's friends with Robin Thicke. Yeah. He just calls him Robin. Pretty he does crazy. Just call him Robin. Yep. <laughs> Not Rob. He called him Robbie. Oh, but I also did something else uh, in the world of Disney today. Today, uh-huh. as a matter of fact, I got a notification from Shop Disney that they were doing a flash sale. Okay. And no, that's not when grown homeless men take off their trench coats. Uh-huh. No, it's even better. They were doing a 40% off sale on select merchandise on Shop Disney. So I got the 2023 Orange Bird spirit jersey for thirty dollars i thought you were gonna say so i bought a disney tr- uh trench coat disney themed trench coat yep. that's a that's a male spirit jersey they're, they're, they're unisex all, they're all unisex oh i didn't yeah. know that i thought they were strictly yeah, disney's female. all about inclusion i know you're from florida and all that but <laughs> you're also from florida I know. <laughs> you're more from florida than i am you're born here <laughs> okay um Next week on Diz His, we're going to, this time, we're going to go over Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair, which replaced Magic Kingdom's Dream Along with Mickey, which was based off the Tokyo's Disney's Mickey's Gift of Dreams. So you'll find out more about that history next week on Diz His. This time, I promise. Okay. It's like the Matt Damon thing. And next week, we have Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Unless that guy wants to be on next week, and then, no, it's be Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> And that was the history for Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe. I'm Alex. I'm Chris. And I'm Scott. Thanks for listening and have a magical life. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on patreon.com and search for DizHiz. Hey.